let's do Pokemon first, uh, or, or should I say, okay. let's go Pokemon first, uh, which is actually what it's called. <laughs> yes. Um, so, Rob, there was a big announcement last night. My, well, I guess it was pretty. It was in the middle of the night for you. Uh, it was in Japan, and it was uh, Nintendo and Niantic, and it was all about Pokemon. That's, that's about all I know. Yeah. So this, yeah, as you say, it was you know, middle of the night. I kind of, I went to bed pretty late for me last night but hadn't heard anything and i wake up this morning and there's three pokemon game and out games announced um and what are they thinking doing this right before e3 I, that's what i don't get is i was surprised that they that anything as big as being announced uh i mean it's the pokemon company they can kind of do what they want um yeah i suppose you know, so it, it's pokemon i think it i don't think it really matters and nintendo are kind of a bit standoffish about e3 anyway like they're not actually there they just do their you know, their live online thing, like the direct stuff. So, you know, I guess the Pokemon company were like, well, we're going to do it now, two weeks before E3. Yeah, they're doing a little more this year, though. I know they're doing uh, some competitions. I think there's going to be some Splatoon or the Super Smash Brothers competition going on at E3. But it, you're right. It's I mean, they've historically just kind of done their directs and that sort of thing. Yeah, so there's um, the, the first thing was a, as a free-to-play kind of, I don't know, it's some kind of, I say mobile game, I don't mean that in a derogatory sense, but it's it's kind of a very simple game. And I think it's out on iOS, but it's also out on the Switch, maybe? Um, hmm. That one's coming next month, I think, if I read uh, right. No, I'm, pre- well, I'm pretty sure it's out on the Switch now. Um, I've definitely had some people say oh. they've played it. Um, All right. But, you know, it, it's kind of just a, a generic game that happens to have Pokemon characters in it. I haven't bothered playing it. Um yeah, and they're very blocky. I saw a couple of screenshots, right? Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, um, oh, what's the uh, Crossy Road? It, it, it's kind of that kind of thing where you've got familiar characters and, and you know, in this case, Pokemon, All right. but they're kind of in a, in a, you know, in a cube. Uh, right. But, you know, I'm not really bothered about that. What I'm really bothered about is the, uh, I think it's, it's called Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, which is the two versions right. of this new Pokemon game that's coming out. Right, and this is set, I think, in the Pokemon Yellow universe. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, they've kind of suggested that it's it's not a remaster because it you know is clearly a completely different game, but it's like a reimagining of that kind of story. You know, it's the same area, right? Um, it's just the original 150 Pokemon, um, but instead of starting with the standard three star Pokemon, you can start with either Pikachu or Eevee. Right, and um. Yes, and it's it's called Let's Go, which I understand is kind of a there. It's a it's a Pokemon Go game. It's meant, I think, to bring the Pokemon Go people into more of an RPG type of game for Pokemon, right? Uh, yeah, that's absolutely what it is. Um, there's the like certainly the Pokemon games I've played. Like you will wander around and wild Pokemon, you will battle them before you can catch them. In this new game, it's much more like Pokemon Go, where you just find a Pokemon and you can try and catch it. Um, so as you say, they're trying to get the more casual people who've played Pokemon Go. And there's actually some integrations with Pokemon Go, so you can trade Pokemon or transfer them between the mobile game and the game on the Switch. Right, just one direction, I think, right? From from mobile to the Switch, I believe, is the only direction that works. I think. I uh, yeah, I think so. I, I haven't read too much about it because there really isn't that much information um no there there isn't a lot but i as i understand it you 
you catch the Pokemon with a Pokeball like you would in Pokemon Go, but you don't uh, you don't battle them the same way you would in some of the some of the classic ones. Yeah, exactly. Um, and actually, talking of Pokeballs, um, there is the the Pokeball accessory for this game, which is essentially a single Joy-Con but in the shape of a Pokeball. So the little white button on the front of the Pokeball is a, a joystick for for doing direction, and then it's got buttons. It's got HD rumble in it. It's got lights. Um, who knows what this thing's going to cost, but I am definitely buying it. Yeah, it looks really cool. <laughs> I think it's a lot of fun. It also, I mean, I think what that does, it, it, it works with Bluetooth. So what it, what it really says to me, too, is that the Switch is getting more Bluetooth capabilities. Yeah, it's definitely, it's interesting. I, I think it's hard. You look at something like the Wii, which was historically quite bad for sort of useless one-off bits of tat that worked with just like one game um so it's it's kind of easy to be cynical when you see something like that from you know all this this pokeball that just works with pokemon but it it's kind of it feels a bit more um important especially for this game and you can like take it with you and it'll work as like a step counter to go with pokemon go so it kind of has a few more functions than just working with this with the switch game Oh, okay. That's cool. That's really interesting. So, what was there anything else that was announced? Yeah. So they've also announced the. Uh, so, so this this game that's coming is kind of a casual game. It kind of is still just a Pokemon game, but they've taken some stuff out. But there is another Pokemon game coming out next year, uh, which is a continuation of the core series, and that will have the okay. Generation Eight Pokemon in them. Um, so that's kind of yeah. that's the version that will appease people who are kind of hardcore Pokemon fans who've, you know, played a bunch of the games over the last however many years it's been, what, 10, 15 years or something. Right. Well, that's cool. I mean, that that sounds... I think I read that it's late 2019, so that sounds to me that that's kind of a holiday season sort of game that will come out next year. Yeah, and, you know, I think with the three of them, you've got the weird free-to-play thing, you've got the one that's like a remake of Yellow, and then you've got the one next year, like... I think there's enough there for kind of everybody, like anyone who's a little bit interested or is really invested, like, you know, there's plenty there for everybody. I think they've they've done a really good job, I think, to announce it early enough that everybody can accept and know what's coming. Yep. Yep. No, I, I agree. And I think it, I think it is a good kind of a good strategy because obviously mobile has done great things for for Pokemon. And so they're trying to both keep those people happy and maybe transition a bunch of them to the more... I guess traditional Pokemon games, which makes sense for the whole franchise. I mean, and and by announcing, even though it's you know it's not for another whatever eighteen months, uh, announcing that they're going to have one of the classic RPG games coming, that you know that that makes those fans happy, so they don't feel like they're getting abandoned for the mobile market. Yeah, definitely. So the next thing that's coming up, I think, on the calendar after WWC is E3. And what are you looking forward most to at E3 this year, Rob? Yeah, so, I mean, I want to see some more Spider-Man footage, um, you know, because that's that's kind of one of the biggest games that's come in this year. Um, You know, everyone seems pretty excited about it, so I'd like to see a bit more. I imagine they'll show a bit, but they have already shown, you know, a fair amount. But they did say that they were going to announce what the statue was for the collector's edition during the summer, so I assume that's going to be during E3. Oh, okay. And, and uh, Red Dead Redemption, I would expect we'd see more about that, don't you think? Oh, almost definitely. I, I would assume so. I mean, I'm guessing one of the platforms, either PS4 or Xbox, is going to have some kind of exclusivity deal, at least for 
you know, perhaps it's DLC or some kind of online thing. Um, so I suspect right. I, we will see that during one of those two, um, during during one of their talks, like that. You know, their announcements. Yeah that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And that I mean, I I'm I think I'm looking forward to really just about the same games that you are in terms of the traditional E3 type stuff. You think about Spider Man just looks amazing. I love the footage that I've seen so far, and Red Dead would uh, is another one I want to play. Beyond those two, though, I'm you know I'm mostly focusing on the Switch now. Uh, one of the games that I'm looking forward to that was announced very recently was called Minute, and I don't we may have talked about this a little bit, but Minute's coming out to coming out for the Switch soon. I think in the next month or two. It's a uh, little RPG game, a little bit like Zelda, maybe that is very blocky and black and white, and you die every sixty seconds. But you you can restart where you left off, kind of. So you don't. It's not like you're starting over completely. But it's from what I hear, it's a very fun game. And I was about to try it out on Steam on my Mac, um, but I decided just to wait until it's on the Switch now. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that was coming. But yeah, that was something that we we'd spoken about in the past. But um, I will. Uh, I'm well. I'm going to look that up in a minute just to see exactly when that's coming. Um, yeah, it's pretty soon, I think. I mean, in terms of the Switch, kind of like you, like. I'm still excited for the big AAA exclusives, and, and you know, by that I don't necessarily, you know, Mario is a AAA game, like there's no arguing that. But you know, I'm talking about right. sort of the the ones that are pushing the boundaries of what these consoles can do. Like, I don't think anybody's expecting Nintendo to kind of push the boundaries of what the physical console can do. Um, you know, the, Nintendo are much more known for doing interesting and new and fun ideas. Um, you know, so I'm. You know, I'm looking interested to to play God of War when I decide to buy that. Obviously, that just came out recently. Um, right. But the Switch, I mean, they've still got to announce the the Yoshi game. Um, the the release date yep. for that must be coming soon. I suspect we're going to see some Smash Brothers stuff because, obviously, as you say, they've got the tournament going on. Um, but yeah, and we haven't. And we've seen very. We haven't really seen anything other than the you know that brief reveal in one of those directs. Um, or it was the Video Game Awards, I think it was, where we saw that that little that little preview of Smash Brothers, which is going to be pretty cool. I hope. Um, so that I think Mario Tennis is the next thing to come, which is coming, I believe. I want to say late June, like the twenty something. Yeah, something like that. I think. Yeah, so that that one I'm looking forward to. I I mean I I'm still at the point where lately I haven't been playing as much as I'd like, and I I did try the. Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, and I like that game a lot. It's a lot of fun. Uh, reminds me of the old school Nintendo sixty four Donkey Kong games. Yeah, I, I actually did spot that because uh, I every now and again when I'm on my Switch, I'll I'll have a look and see what you've played because I know you don't you, know, you don't get necessarily get a chance to play a lot. And I saw that you played um, played Donkey Kong. It's it's another one that's kind of on my list that I'll pick up at some point. Um, yeah, it's really hard game. Um, and what what I was was recommended to me was to play in funky mode as Donkey Kong and that that is a good kind of a good starting point and it seems like it is I mean I only really played through a couple of levels but uh, it was a lot of fun yeah I, was, I mean seeing as we're, we're on top of the topic of games that are already out I um I finally started playing uh, Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle oh um, yeah which I'd picked up because it was on sale um and I wasn't sure if I was going to like it because I'd not played uh, what's the game that it's like XCOM I think Right, that's the one, yeah. Um, and to be honest, I did like eight or ten hours on Saturday. Um, I just couldn't oh, wow. stop playing. Like, it was so much yeah. fun. Although, by the end of the day, I was a bit fed up of it. 
Uh, but I went back to it the next day, and it, it's still just so much fun. Like it's it's so nice because it's not really taking itself too seriously, and it's it's not really a Mario game. It's also not really a a rabbits game. Like it's just kind of a fun game. Right. I mean, it's it's the characters are what the characters are mo- mostly just because it may, it's kind of fun to play a game like that with those characters, uh, if you know what I mean. I mean, it's it's more there as kind of the icing on the cake, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, there's there's a couple of DLC packs for it, which, you know, I might pick up at some point, but I'm going to see what, how I feel like once I've actually finished the end of the game. Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, it's uh, it's it's funny. I mean, I've I think the games I've been playing recently on the Switch are, so it's been Donkey Kong and then Mario Kart, which um, I played in a group setting, which was a lot of fun. And then also uh, Super Bomberman, which was, when I first got it, I was like, eh, this is not so great. But it can be kind of fun. It's more another one of those games that's better with when you have multiple people playing, though. Oh, yeah. Like, with Mario Kart, I don't really play offline anymore because I've kind of done everything i can do so i i end up just playing online um well you were getting a bit involved when i was tweeting that i'd found brian online um (laughs) i saw that i thought it was funny (laughs) yeah that that was good i mean i yeah i should get uh back in i i've completely embarrassed myself playing mario kart because i'm just not very good um and i haven't had enough practice so i i need to i need to spend some time practicing and and then find you yeah i mean that sounds like a plan (laughs) (laughs) right um anything else three three i think i mean i think we're probably both at a bit of a loss as to what really is going to be coming um which yeah yeah it'll be interesting to see i mean we guess we should revisit it when after the event occurs which isn't you know it's just around the corner it's not long after wwc yeah i mean i think the next time we record we'll be about halfway through e3 um although yeah that's true maybe we'll reorganize that to be the week after or yeah (laughs) that might that might be yeah that might be a good idea um but yeah this week uh, as we record this the time is really good because i'm leaving on saturday for wwc which i'm really excited about um it's it's a weird year because there aren't there haven't been a lot of rumors and expectations have been set really low because you know the the rumor mill was that saying that it's going to be ios 12 is going to be more of a bug fixes and performance enhancements type of type of release so there wasn't going to be any big tentpole features but at the same time there haven't been really any leaks about what what will be there and they have to show something on stage you know there's got to be something there for developers and for the crowd so i'm 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 looking forward to being surprised uh, on the one hand I, I like that on the other hand it makes my job a lot harder because i got to spend all monday writing about this stuff and in the last couple of years it was super easy because we just took all the rumors and, and blocked out articles based on the rumors and then adjusted them from there. And this year, we don't have anything, really. Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest leak that's come out is, I don't know if you saw this, but 9to5Mac were reporting the uh, the Pride watch band. Uh, sorry, not watch band, the watch face. Um, that, yeah, that's I coming saw that in a couple morning. of weeks or something. It looks really nice. It really does. I really hope there's a Pride band to go with it. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, it looks it looks really nice. It does this kind of interesting. Wait, there's this animation where it does this kind of wavy thing before it kind of settles into just straight lines coming down vertically down the face of the watch face. It's really cool. We should put a link to the in the show notes. It was another one of these uh, uh, Mr. Rambo finds in, deep in some portion of of a, a beta or something. Uh, yeah, and I, I think it's actually in the latest release. And if you just put your 
time forward two weeks, it will show up. Um, oh, <laughs> so there, there's a hot tip for you. <laughs> that seems that seems that seems like pretty lazy coding. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry. I'm there we go. <laughs> um, I didn't realize I didn't have time to read the article this morning. Yeah, I mean, like you say, in terms of, I, I think, like as you say, there hasn't been many rumors, so I'm kind of excited to just sit there and watch it. I mean, as you know, I'm not that interested in iOS. Like, I'm interested in the development of it and see where it goes, but I'm not like a heavy user of it. So, kind of any little features I'm going to be excited about, you know, and it'll be nice to watch it. Um, Maybe we're going to get new Macs, even if they're just updates. Because um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm currently in the market for one for Jess, so we uh, we need to wait a couple of weeks to make sure we don't buy the old one. Um, yeah, I you know I I would like to get AirPods because I put mine through the laundry and they really they haven't been the same ever since. Um, they don't the case doesn't charge anymore, although the AirPods will charge through the case. Uh, so I I've been holding off because I'm hoping that maybe we'll see. A Gen Two AirPod this year, hard to know. Uh, I'd like, I'd like to see Air Power, please. I mean, since we were told about that a year ago, <laughs> Air Power, what's that? I've never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got a key charger, uh, the one of the Belkin ones, I think it is, and you know, I, I like it. It's not, it's not a must-have kind of accessory, but if you are parked anywhere for long periods of the day it's handy to have like I just have it sitting on my desk and so while like I'm talking to you my phone's sitting on the charger so it'll be charged you know get a pretty good charge while we're chatting so that that's just nice to have it's it's pretty slow but it doesn't have to be fast and it makes it easy because I can grab my phone on a moment's notice because it's funny I mean there are things I do on my phone that I don't do on my Mac uh, that are work-related things and so I find myself picking it up throughout the day to do this that and the other thing even if I'm working on my Mac, and it's just easier if it's not tethered to a cord. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have one uh, on my bedside cabinet. Um, and and as you say, it's just so much nicer to just be able to put it down. I, I don't know some people have had problems because they knock it and it doesn't charge. That doesn't seem to be the case for me. I maybe I don't move a lot when I'm sleeping, or you know, maybe it's a bit more sturdy than some other one. But, um, but yeah, I, I kind of just want to see the air power charger because i want to see what apple have done with it but they told us about it a year ago like it's been a really yeah. long time at this point what they're trying to do is is very different because you know one of the su- features of it supposedly is that you can be a lot more careless about where you put your phone and your and it can charge multiple items at the same time and those are not easy th- problems to solve i don't think from an engineering standpoint so i'm not surprised that it's taken a while but i also wonder why it was announced when it was because it doesn't feel like the kind of thing where it's like oh you got to announce this to keep people from buying the competitor thing because competitor things have been there for a while and it the market hasn't really changed much in the meantime but uh, I am looking forward to it if for no other reason than I'd be able to put my phone and my watch down and not be as careful about how I put it there because it's it's pretty easy with this Belkin one to put your phone down and it not start charging you got to have that you know it has to be kind of the middle of the phone has to be pretty well centered on the pad. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think I'm just excited to kind of sit and watch it and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, there's, I think we will see the notification changes, which, you know, Apple could really take some pages out of Android's book on that. Uh, notifications have become, they're, they're, the tools we have to manage them are just too blunt and I'd like to be able to more finely tune what notifications I get and when, you know, stuff like 
something as simple as if I have a meeting on my calendar, put my phone in, do not disturb automatically or something like that. Um, so I think we'll see some of that. We'll probably see Apple has said in the past, uh, it's been months ago now, that there are going to be more parental controls coming. Not something that I really care about personally that much, but it's a good thing for Apple to be doing, and hopefully we'll hear about that as well. But those all seem, both of those seem kind of like ancillary features that, I mean, I think the notification one ties into this digital well-being type of, type of you know, I don't know, storyline, for lack of a better word, that <laughs> yeah. you saw with, uh, with Google, you know, during I.O. And so I think, and, and Apple has been sued by shareholders and others over these kind of things. So I think it's, it's important for them to come out and do some, a little more than they have in the past on, on notifications. But I really would like to see something that helps boost the Mac a little bit and the Mac App Store. Because, you know, I, every time I go to the Mac App Store, I I'm feel a little sad because there, <laughs> I, had, I, I got a press release from some company um, earlier in the week that was bragging about how their, their app had been on the Mac App Store ever since it had been featured on the Mac App Store ever since it had been released last in January. And my reaction to that was not, wow, you must have the best app ever. It was, that's really sad because on iOS, no matter how good your app is, you're luckier if you're there for two weeks. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, as you say, the Mac App Store is a bit sad. Um, you know, but as you say, if it's a quieter year, maybe the Mac App Store is a good place for them to put some energy into. And as you say, notifications, as much as I didn't care about iOS that much, notifications would be amazing you know just even just a little bit more control as you say with do not disturb and like the kind of grouping that android does it is just amazing compared to what ios does so um fingers fingers yeah, and, and notification stuff right and and tools for developers to do a better job of letting you parse which which notifications come through even on app level like I don't know Slack DMs from you know Slack DMs from a particular person or uh, at mentions in Slack in a particular channel. Even I mean things to make apps where there's a lot of noise like Slack easier to manage and and surface the messages that you need to get and not everything. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess it's probably probably about it. I think um you're you're going to be whisking off to uh wwdc in a few days so i am and if there's anybody who listens to ruminate who's out there too you know if you see me say hi i'm be around all week uh kind of running around like a crazy person especially at the beginning of the week uh trying to get articles written and stuff but i'll i'll definitely be around and love to say hello to people if they're if they're around too yeah cool well uh yeah i guess we'll we'll make sure we put all the links in the show notes and i guess yeah for the next next couple of weeks uh you're going to be in the thick of it wwdc i'll be watching at home um certainly the keynote i'm not going to watch anything else um and yeah then e3 and and then i guess we'll be back and we can kind of talk about what's happened that sounds great cool speak to you later